0: The Tea Health Show, your medical lifestyle podcast, brought to you by the Tea Clinic.
1: Good morning. I this is to... the Tea Health Show. I'm Dr. Mark. And in studio today, we have um, Sister Elise Vanat, my right hand, <laughs> Divya Nideau, that's as, as might as well be part of our practice. Morning, Div. Good morning, Mark.
2: And, and then...
1: Um, our gut coach, uh, Stacey Holland, that's um, still stuck in uh, stage six, load shedding traffic this morning. Um, so, Biwe, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Can't complain, thank you. Nice new hairdo.
3: Thank you. You yep. know, uh, I turned a year older, so I thought I should just- turn a
1: year older. Darling, when you turn old, never go for grey. <laughs> <laughs> So Peewee is is now a blonde (laughs) bombshell. Okay. So um the show today is about detoxing the mind and body. Now um I have a mentor and actually Elise, um, you and I were together when we when we did this um talk and listen to this wonderful, wonderful guy, David Arthur from the Compounding Pharmacy of South Africa, who is an advanced fellow in um, functional medicine, talk about detoxing the mind and body. And one of the statements that he made in his opening was, for so long, we've been thinking about the term, you are what you eat. Some Pierre, you've heard that. Yes. And actually, we want to take it, and he has taken it uh, a step further, where it's about, it's not what we eat. It's, you are what you do not eliminate.
2: So true. Think about that. So, so hmm. prolific. <laughs> That's so, interesting. So, be so weird, uh,
1: let's, let's, let's ask this question. You've embarked. On a, uh, a lifestyle change where you've been losing weight, you've been exercising, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things that you put into place was that you started eating differently. Yes. Now, that's all good and well, but the body has to deal and excrete all the excess the toxins, the waste products, etc., cetera, et cetera. So does that make statement of you are what you do not eliminate and get rid of? Does that make more sense?
3: It does. But then I, I think of all the times I had ice cream like almost every day, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, is it because I didn't eliminate uh, that?
2: <laughs> I think what is important is people, when they think about detoxification, as you rightfully said, Mark, we think about, okay, simply, way, let's ask you, what do you think of when you think of detoxification?
3: Green juice. Exactly. Um, starvation, you know, like just going on this juice for like seven days, and that's about it.
2: And water. Exactly. That, but, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what people don't think of is detoxification, as we know, Mark, goes much further than that. Detoxification also implies physiologic detoxification. So it's not necessarily the detoxifying foods you put into your body, but what happens in your body. And how how prepared is your body to detoxify and get that you rid of this That was my
0: next waste? question. Yes.
2: So we talk
0: about elimination, yes. but what systems is involved
1: um, for least, elimination? I, I actually think that's such an important question to ask because if we think about what we are currently seeing in our practice, most often is... Metabolic disorder and metabolic disease. So, um, Divya, just give us um, a a layman's explanation of metabolism. I think you will do that better than I can.
2: Well, it's the way in which your body uses its processes to, to, uh, uses its functions and physiological organs. To process foods and process drugs or process anything that you put into your body and your, it, it impacts your metabolism by being either slow or fast. So it's a bodily processes. Metabolism is bodily processes.
1: Yeah. I almost want to say that it's the sum total of all the chemical processes that that happens happens in in the the body for one specific reason. And that is to maintain Physiological balance, in our terms, it's called homeostasis. Um, When the homeostasis, when the functioning is not... Uh, optimal anymore you can put in and certain things will happen with that and you know what that creates a reaction but if the balance between what comes in and what goes out and what changes from one thing to another changes it's the metabolism that change so people think i have a fast or a slow metabolism it's actually the chemical processes that happens to keep you balanced Go out of whack.
0: I also yes. think it's fair to say that the person on the street understands elimination is by having bowel movements regularly and urinate regularly. They don't think of the rest of the processes oh, that's yes, there's, involved. Oh, yes,
2: there's so many organs of detoxification. Yes. Okay, like you rightfully mentioned, um, feces and urine, that's, that's the most obvious one. But but which about? everybody knows about. Yes. But what yeah. about skin? Through yeah. sweating, yeah. what about lymph nodes? What about kidneys? your liver every the most commonly known organ of detox is liver, right? We know liver when you eat something or when your liver has to physiologically detox it goes through two phases um phase one, which you 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 okay let's let's create the scenario you assimilate food y- your food goes through all its processes, the nutrition is absorbed, and then whatever is decided is waste has to be eliminated. And that waste has to go through two processes to make it suitable in a suitable form to be eliminated because it can't just be eliminated as gross food that you take in. So what happens, your liver does two things. It's called phase one detoxification and phase two detoxification. In phase one detoxification, what we do is what, what happens, the liver makes it fat soluble. So it breaks down all the fats. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on to phase two detoxification where it makes it water soluble. And now with the fats being broken down, being made into a water soluble form, it can be effectively detoxified.
1: Both through the your bile yes. that puts it into your into your gut. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we start moving it through the gut and we absorb more things and we absorb more water Mm -hmm. and then we expel solid waste.
2: So important fact you mentioned there because bile or the gallbladder which produces bile is such an important part of detoxification and we don't even think of it like that because the bile actually converts inactive thyroid to active thyroid for your hormones to function optimally. Then also another function that the bile does is it, it actually prevents the reabsorption of your bad estrogen metabolites. And what do most medical um, procedures involved with women as they get older is remove the gallbladder. That's so my remo- next
0: question. Then yeah. what happens then?
2: So you are removing the, the organ that we know emulsifies fats and you're removing all the functions that is happening with it. So women then would need support, yeah. Like, um, well, the compounding pharmacy of South Africa pro- produces a formulation called Pro Detox because I need help to eliminate this kind of, mm. if you don't have a gallbladder, but lymph. Um, we all know that lymph is your is your organ. Your is these little nodes in your
1: body that accumulate toxins. Uh, yeah, uh, Divya, uh, sorry that I interject. I actually just want to um, go one step back and focus a little bit on anatomy. Mm-hmm. So most people know that you have a circulatory system. Mm-hmm. And, and when people think of a circulatory system, they think of uh, blood vessels, arteries and veins that transport blood. Oxygen, throughout the rich body. blood and oxygen okay. poor blood. Okay. So next to your um circulatory system, your blood vessels, mm-hmm. we have lymph vessels. And lymph vessels is what collects extracellular fluid from tissue and toxins and it re- moves it to these little nodes Yes. where it then gets accumulated, and then it excretes. So think about when you wear uh, compression socks, mm-hmm. um, but not the full sock, the one with the open foot. Okay. Okay. What happens to your foot if you're wearing that? Your foot swells. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the collection of lymph. Now, muscle movement is probably the most important action for lymph drainage um so people who have swollen feet swollen limbs people who are obese diabetic patients they usually have this grotesquely fat legs it's not it's fat dimmer. it's it's swollen Is it like this,
3: um, i think
2: the Elephant, legs, Elephant looking.
1: legs, that's it yes. looks well, like that. Well, that's
2: something else, but <laughs> you get the point. Yeah, okay.
1: So, um, your lymphatic system is as important to normal bodily function as your heart and your blood vessels.
2: Absolutely, it's like the filter in your your filter system to filter out as 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 your toxins pass through each lymph and there's so many thousands in your body. And I I want to teach you a a, a trick that's so good for people to to um help their lymph drainage. Have you heard of rebounding?
1: Oh, this is where you yes, are on bouncing the on a little trampoline. And I don't mean jumping, jumping. sky this high is just, just- just, just minimal bounces.
2: bumps. It 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 gets the it shakes up the lymph nodes, so to speak, and it loosens and it actually aids lymphatic drainage. So something really simple, just if you have a trampoline at home that but you get re- one of
1: these tiny little yes, ones. Yes,
2: rebounders, that's what they call.
1: Um and
2: uh and it's is it really, because you're going up and down. So like yes. could you also mm-hmm. substitute so it
3: with uh skipping? For example, you, could, you can,
2: but it's going to get your heart rate up. Oh, so high. I mean, we just need that gentle okay. movement. Need it? Yes, but skipping will help. It running will help. Anything that creates that kind of motion is is a good lymph is good lymphatic drainage. So skin, we don't think about sweating as detoxification is. However, when you when you want when you, I think we'll get to weight loss eventually. I just don't want my thoughts to run uh, uh, run. Away with me, but often when people actually um, are in the process of losing weight, we think of a weight uh, a weight loss pull. we take a pull, we want to lose um, fat and we want to lose inches and we want to lose centimeters, but we don 't realize the role that toxins play in weight loss, and what happens is we we're losing we are We are losing weight in terms of fat and centimeters, but we don't realize that in that loss, um, a lot of the toxins are accumulating in the fat. And what do we do? What do we do? We have to prepare the body to handle all these toxins. Stacy right, Stacey. I mean, mm. Hey, Stacey. How are you? <laughs> Hi, everyone. <Hello. laughs> so, so the, And this is often the missing link in the weight loss scenario. Mm. We don't prepare the body, body for what happens. And we actually create more of a burden a lot of the time. So if you ever go to a, a functional medicine practitioner, they will prepare your body first by detoxifying, uh, getting all the, the your your mind, even your mind, your blood brain barrier, mm. your gut, all the organs, the kidneys, the mm. lymph nodes, the liver, we get all of that those organs sound, and then we 'll say fine mm. here let 's ta- start the weight loss journey because now your body is equipped to handle the detoxification.
1: Mm. Um, before we bring Stace in, morning Stace, traffic morning. a bitch, huh? Oh my gosh. Yeah, what are we on
3: stage? What? Six. Ugh, I'm just like over it. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's traffic is a nightmare. Um, and this is just added to stress, which we will talk about yeah. how to detox just now. Yeah. Um, Elise asked uh, or mentioned something uh, just now. The major organs that are responsible for detoxing. Now, uh, Divya, you've just spoken about skin. Mm. We've touched on the liver. Mm. The other one, which I think is the most important organ in the body. And I'm placing it on top of my hierarchy um, above the heart and above the brain is for kidneys. The kidneys. Mm. And Simpie, would you want to venture a guess why I say kidneys is more important than any other organ in the body? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay.
0: I thought you were just going to walk out. Actually, <laughs>
1: like I'm done with this. Cecilis, why the kidneys?
0: I also don't. <laughs> okay. So,
1: um, our kidneys is the only organ in the body other than the heart and the brain that has a direct connection to every single system System. in the body. And it's the kidneys that respond to changes in the body's environment. So it's your
0: please explain how Direct
1: is that? Incredibly direct. Your kidneys is through blood vessels, direct connection to every single organ in the body. Okay, so you have blood vessels that run directly from the brain to the kidneys, from the heart to the kidneys, from the liver to the kidneys, from the skin to the kidneys, from your gut to the kidneys. Every single other organ in the body is connected to your kidney.
2: Add to that is that the kidneys process about 180 liters of blood a day. Mm. Because of all this organ connection. They're all sorted Mm. through the kidney. But eliminates only about two liters.
1: Yeah. Mm. So we make, and uh, you know, we've spoken about this. How much urine do you think, primitive urine do you think you make? Some piwe?
3: like a liter half a liter thinking. Say, isn't it supposed to I think I've heard this before isn't yes. it supposed to be like about two liters no half.
1: time that by sixty so, so like we 120. make we make a hundred and twenty liters Not of primitive oh. of <laughs> primitive urine per day so primitive urine then gets circulated through the kidneys and filtered and filtered and filtered and concentrated and concentrated. And you eliminate, on average, if your kidneys are healthy, about two liters. And why I say that the kidneys is the most important organ, every single chemical change that happens in the body is picked up by the kidney. The kidney is responsible for you maintaining blood sugar levels, for you maintaining your electrolytes, for you maintaining blood gases, for you to um, have energy and protein. Um, It is the kidneys that releases every single kind of Chemical messenger to tell the rest of the body what it needs to do at that moment in time.
3: Also, the body doesn't like wasting. So it really wants to see what it can keep and what it absolutely has to get rid of. And that's quite an important job yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. Um, I think it just takes seeing a loved one or someone that you know having to go for dialysis to start <laughs> understanding how important your kidneys are to you? Because I think it's a it's an organ that many of us probably take for granted, unless there's some hereditary condition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, or unless a kidney stone appears. Yeah, kidney. <laughs> st- but you know what I mean? I don't. It, it takes really someone seeing someone not be able to use both their kidneys. I have an uncle who has the function of only one single kidney, and it's been like that for about a good 20 to 30 years. To see how it impacts your quality of life. His wife has to prepare his food completely differently. They have to be so sensitive to every ingredient that goes into his body, whether it be through his mouth or via his skin as well, for you to start understanding just how powerful the kidneys really, really are.
1: So I I think uh, let's just do a quick recap. The body's major filtration organs being number one, the liver. Number two, the kidneys, lymphatic tissue and muscles, and our elimination organs would be the liver, which feeds both your gut for solid waste, your kidneys for, um, water soluble waste, your lymphatic Tissue and bend the skin. Are, are, are we good with that? Basically We're all good. of us.
2: <laughs> We're good. Oh, yes, good with that. But I just want to add something we don't think of, the lungs. Mm. It's oh, obviously, thing. yes,
1: as an okay. elimination of carbon dioxide. Yes,
2: that's it. And, and mean what? The lungs filter air? We breathe, so to eliminate carbon dioxide, and that is involved. That filtration process and elimination process is involved in energy production, which directly powers your mitochondria. Mm. Mm. So, so very important organ of detoxification. In All fact, I forget we- my
3: anatomy now, but those would be the two paths from the gut. would go straight to liver. And there would be a pathway immediately, I'm sure, to the lungs, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, we for, again, we forget the lungs. But I actually just wanted to touch base on something that Divya said before I forget it, since I was late. Um, When it comes to weight loss, uh, when we look at someone with increased adiposity, we forget that the body needs to almost imprison toxins, right? And right. this is such a clever way that the body says, I, I don't necessarily know how dangerous this item is, but I'm going to imprison it and I'm going to put it into fat cells, into adipose tissue. And so it's, that's the reason why even at the tea clinic or when I speak to any of our clients, we say, please don't think you're going to lose weight in like 8 to 12 weeks mm. because that process of – Taking that incarcerated item out and making sure that it does actually get out of the system is not going to happen in a short space well, of time. Well, get
1: out of the system in a safe way. In a safe way, yes. Because um, I, I think when we started this conversation, we asked some way mm. and Stacey, I think you deal with it on a daily basis, um, when you see patients is they think detox, okay, I'm going to, Fast, I'm going to take in lots of water, I'm going to take juice in cleanse. juice <laughs>
0: um,
1: and those kind of things. And, you know, but we know that that is actually harmful. Why do people have side effects, Uh the nausea, the headaches, uh the fatigue? Yeah.
3: Wait, you're telling me that's not part of the process? No, definitely not in the beginning. And it definitely needs to be handled with care. Um, with concern as well, and precisely because of what Divya was mentioning, also, if you look at someone that does have to lose a lot of weight, you can, while it is a generalization, you might be able to say, actually, I'm dealing with someone that definitely is going to have increased toxicity, and so I have to go slowly. So, yeah, just putting someone on a, you know, a seven day juice bring cleanse. Back
0: to where you started. Preparing the body mm. for detox, yes. mm. and you know what? I would like to
2: introduce the idea of a fat cell being an organ of detoxification. Fication. Yeah, because the fat
3: <laughs> is good. <going to laughs>
0: okay, Mark, you That's can Mark. have it
2: too.
1: <laughs> we need a camera in here. No, it's um, uh, Divya. I, I, I think Elise. Um, uh, this is what I alluded to just a little bit earlier. She's cold. Can you put on the earcon? Um, <laughs> What we see most in our practice is metabolic disease. Yeah. Yes, um, absolutely. And it's the metabolic function—that some total of the chemical processes in the body that's no longer functioning optimally. Mm. In other words, oh, why is that doing, Penny? Um, that's no longer functioning optimally. That leads to the accumulation of waste products in the body. Mm. So just think about this very easy analogy. If you have to make a fire and you you use decent fire wood, wood that's responsible that we use to for a braai. Mm. You don't have a lot of smoke. Mm. It smells pleasant. But now you go and use something that is, um, there's certain types of wood that you can't brie over because the wood has toxins in it, uh, compounds, chemical compounds that comes out in the smoke and that will actually poison your food. So, um, this is the same thing. Well, the if, fire
3: just dies down. It doesn't rage. It, it's not, sus- it, exactly. it, you can't sustain that fire. Yeah.
1: So, um, I, I, we can talk about detox in general for hours. We said detoxing the mind and body. So where do we start? Do we start with assessing the patient correctly? Coming to understand what the metabolic condition mm. is. Um, Elise, I comments.
0: I think that's how we approach it in any case in our consultations. Um, but I would have liked to know what the other two ladies are saying. And, to and we have some has a question.
3: question. I do, because I heard you guys say there's a preparation that exactly. has to happen before you detox. Well. Or, yeah. So what does that look like for the average Joe who's there like
1: – Something. Like I, I think let's start with Div. Div, yeah. from a chemical perspective, so, why do we need the detox? And then we'll no, go the, to Stacey. The, the, the preparation. The preparation. Oh,
2: so which you, you started speaking about mind and body detox, right? I would... I would go as far as to say both those processes are uh, simultaneous. Yes. Mm. The mind has to be right mm. for the rest of the body to detox. And I, let me elaborate further because that sounds a little bit cliche <laughs> But, for instance, if you live in a highly polluted environment where you can't – it's subliminal toxins mm. – where you can't actually avoid it. You live next to a power station – or you drinking, uh, we we breathing in polluted air, which we can't avoid. We drinking water that's not filtered from a tap. You know, yeah. there's toxins there, yeah. and all of these toxins, let's call them loosely toxins, accumulate, and they cause what we what we term inflammation. Yes. So. In inflammation, there's two inter, there's interleukin one and six that are inflammatory cytokines. We speak, we talk, we call them an NF kappa B. Those are the inflammatory cytokines that you don't really want to increase in your body. But what these do is, to, in relation to the mind, they they kind of cause inflammation, and the blood, the the inflammation goes or reaches your brain. Mm. All toxins cross the blood blood brain barrier and what does this result in your adhd's depressions anxiety. all of that anxiety mm. so it's manifesting mentally and we don't link it back yep. to detoxification
1: i i i want to just circle back to what we said earlier about fact mm. um you know what the brain is 90% Fat, am I correct, Leila? One of the fattiest. Seventy, 90, 70 yeah. or
0: ninety, seventy or ninety percented, but it is um, mostly fat. It consists mostly of it makes fat. Makes me so happy to know there's these happy fat cells. <laughs>
3: there are. So,
1: and just yeah. think about what we've just said two minutes earlier. Um, where do we store fats mm. uh, or where do we store toxins mm. in fatty yes. tissue? Yes.
3: Oh, and, yes. Not all, and not all fatty uh, tissue is the same. You have brown fat, you have white yes, fat. And, exactly. and it's important to know the difference. And that's why we also want to know where the fat sits in your body. But Divya brings such an important point mm. because not only when you address patients, we've seen this, right? Some people, they intellectually know they need to lose weight. But their mind is not there. And often they get told it's a case of willpower. And this is where willpower is often challenged physiologically because – especially if they have a lot of weight to lose and toxins are crossing that blood-brain barrier and the body is so clever with how it deals with toxins, that brain fog, that lack of motivation, that depression in the morning, that anxiety is what's often stopping them from continuing. And this is where I sort of step in from a mental perspective before we even embark on the weight loss journey Agreed. is that we have to start addressing the mindset and we have to start addressing the environment because you have, if you have toxic people in your environment, not aware of this mental funk that you're going through while you're trying to lose weight, you just, you literally are drowning in toxicity physically. Mm-hmm emotionally as well yeah. and that's what's a hamper to it, your weight it loss was journey. very
1: interesting i don't know if you guys remember i made this statement when we when we spoke about weight loss on this platform that um weight loss is no longer um uh, a willpower thing yep. it's actually a condition of biology. Mm. It's because of a biology is not functioning properly. Mm. Remember that obesity and weight gain has been classified and recognized by the World Health Organization as a chronic disease. Um, and therefore, it should be treated as one. Mm. Um, and I agree completely when we look at weight loss, but this is not what we're going to be discussing. But I was going to go into the Weight fact loss that- is... Number one, you have to prepare the body Mm. and prepare the mind before you can embark on the program. Otherwise, you will not succeed.
3: Well, generally speaking for health, I think I see a lot of people come in with toxic thoughts. And weight loss is just one area where people have toxic thoughts. For example, I'm big boned. I come from a family that's big, therefore I'm going to be big. But this applies to any area of our health and our health journey. Some people do latch onto the the could-be-toxic-in-the-beginning thought that, oh, because everyone in my family has some form of autoimmunity, I will never be able to achieve some measure of health. And if you don't deal with some of the toxic self-sabotaging thoughts that we have – then it's almost pointless to embark on a journey of health because that's the one thing that you're always going to circle back to, especially when things don't work according to the timeline that we want or while the body is adjusting to this, preparation period that Davia mentioned, the, the person then starts to go back to and latch onto those toxic thoughts and toxic mindsets to keep them in that position of safety.
2: So very important because mind detox can be broken into two categories. What you speaking about, which is the more metaphysical aspect yes. where you have to get the the, the self- image mm. and and the, mm. that aspect sorted because right you so rightfully you need to be strong there but there's also the physical, physical aspect yeah. right these toxins accumulating crossing the blood brain barrier the chemical the the, the scientific explanation mm. and and those toxins can uh can impact your neurotransmitters yeah so for instance if you your your memory acetylcholines or dopamine. So if it in, impacts dopamine, we all know dopamine is involved in motivation
1: and mm-hmm. motivation, drive, mm-hmm. repetitive mm-hmm. behavior, oh, addictions. Mm-hmm.
2: So so if we don't get dopamine, say for instance, if we choose one neurotransmitter in balance, mm-hmm. you're going to have an addictive chocolate addiction, uh, whatever me. the
1: addiction. And yeah. I, I, you know what? I wanted to touch on that because I've been trying so hard to not have. Chocolate, sweets, blah, blah, blah. And then Stefan <laughs> comes and he buys, a, you know, what, a m- plethora of different stuff and he eats one. And I can stop, stop myself from eating. But the moment I put that tiny little skittle in my mouth, <laughs> then
2: it's I, over. I'm done. I only Be- have one thing to say.
1: Because of that dopamine rush.
2: I only have one thing to say. And I told you this earlier, where your focus goes, your energy flows, so you focusing on not wanting to eat chocolates
1: <laughs> I, I'm focusing on it and really, you know what's different tempts me, and you but know I, what I he does it naked. Why <laughs> so.
0: I, I also think when you are not mentally or your brain is not, or mind is not detoxed, yeah, that's where you get your lift with mm. eating sugar, eating chocolate. And okay. that keeps you going Because it's absolutely. like a chicken and egg
1: scenario It is, it is. That yeah. Keeps yeah. You going. It's absolutely that I know it's a short term solution It's that dopamine um, And yeah. we know that chocolate um, Cacao stays Help me if I'm mm-hmm. right Is actually good for us absolutely. in small quantities mm. It's the bloody sugar that comes yep. with it yep. That becomes addictive Sugar is one of the most addictive substances yeah. That there is So I'm watching our time and we're talking about mind and body detox. So Mm -hmm. um, I want us to go into the detoxing part. But before we get there, can we stop for 10 minutes about detoxing the mind from a stress perspective? Breathe. Start
3: breathing more We're all yeah. such shallow breathers I mean even since I walked in here yeah. Because I was stressed Because of traffic I walked in And I've been Shallow breathing And just that first
1: So you know what, Debbie and I Spoke about it last night And I've lectured mm-hmm. On managing And dealing with stress Because it's all around us Now we all know That there's Um, or I I hope people know, that there's something called good stress or eustress. Mm. Actually, Sister Elise explained that one to us. Sister Elise, do you remember that talk that we had on on stress where you explained eustress?
0: Yeah, eustress is that acute moments of stress that just keeps us going. And when it... it um, accumulates; it becomes chronic stress without us knowing. But yeah. use stress is we need it for our bodies to function properly and be yes because of the
1: adrenal the adrenaline response factor yes, we have. And,
2: you know, to add to that, you often find people who are highly stressed can't actually lose weight, and they say, "But I'm starving, and I mm-hmm. can't, uh, and I've cut out sugar, and I still can't lose weight." But remember, your body is quite an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing organ right or it if you cut out sugar and in your diet and whatever there are other ways that body your body can make can glucose, make sugar yeah. so for and instance if you
1: one through your adrenaline exactly. and um, and so, uh, as you cortisol say, an adrenaline. response
2: exactly so when you when your adrenaline levels are too high you your adrenaline's going to it's going to your body's going to use adrenaline to for, to make glucose from glycogen
1: mm. And Which that's is your muscle be, as well. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So, so you're not going to get rid of that belly fat mm. or that fat area, even though you're doing everything correctly. In fact, that's so. where we see skinny. Okay. We're going back
3: to weight loss. I know we're going to stop, but that's where yeah. you see the skinny fat phenomenon yeah. is that someone is so, so stressed out. Okay. They lose weight to a certain point. Then they say they stopped losing weight, but when they actually lost weight, it was muscle. Mm. Because of that imbalance, again. Because it wasn't
1: a change in the body composition. It actually changed for for bad. So just to come back to stress, Mm. you have good stress, then you have acute stress, Mm. which we face on a daily basis. This is like uh, getting stuck in traffic. What people forget is that stress is cumulative. Mm. And small little things just keep on building up. And that leads to what we call chronic stress. And now – we engage other hormone systems and specifically our adrenal glands through um, cortisol. Mm. And what cortisol does, cortisol is responsible for maintaining blood glucose levels, mm. blood pressure, um, inflammation, and mm. inflammation in your immune system. Mm. So when cortisol levels stay activated the whole time, what it does, it releases glucose into your bloodstream. Why? Because the body needs to be prepared to fight, fight or flee yes. mm-hmm. at that moment in time. It also elevates your blood pressure yeah. for the simple reason. Now we pump more blood to the muscles, to the brain, so that we can react mm. if we need to. But what that does is it takes blood away from digestion, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Now do that over a long period of time and it creates damage to tissue. And suddenly all these tiny, tiny stresses build up to a place where the little straw breaks the camel's back. And and, and now we go into what we call adrenal fatigue, where cortisol levels just plummet. Why? Because your adrenal glands, which is responsible for making it, just say, I had enough time out. Mm -hmm. Um, And to get back from that is difficult. But why I wanted to explain that process is we I lecture on this about how do we manage this. We need to eat a healthy diet. Okay, kumbaya. Most of us can manage that one. We need to be physically active. Okay, some of us can get that one done. And then it comes to the healthy thoughts, quieting the mind, doing that meditation. And that's the part that I think. None of us get right. Divi, you and I spoke about that last, last night. I can't get it right. I, you know what? I find it almost impossible so- to take time Five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, and just shut my brain up. I, I can't do that. Elise, can you? Yes, 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 I do that.
0: <laughs> 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 yes, Life drops. She's do like, that. oh, please, don't come here. with a <laughs> great
1: one problem. Because <laughs> it's a conscious this, thing that I do. This is decision. the detoxing yeah. part yes, of yeah. the yeah. That's brain. The con- How do you thing that do that?
0: that? Um, five o'clock is the latest that I sleep in the mornings. I'm waiting for the sun to come up. And I'm outside. Mm. Only me and nature. Yes. But
1: th- the that's problem, I do that Granted. as well. Yeah. But Granted, yes, yeah. my problem that I have is when I go and sit, my mind is, um, okay, that happened yesterday. I need to do this. Remind me to do that. But that's You've well, <laughs> How do I stop it? You've received emails WhatsApp messages from me yes, exactly. at five o'clock in the morning, uh, we have to do that. So Readable that's, value. that's the detoxing part of you. the mind that I find Not difficult. Not everybody
2: finds med- finds it easy to do meditation. I'm one of those. I have intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. So what I do, and, and I'm no saint, and I do it when I remember, but I read somewhere the other day, and it's it makes so much of sense. If you do deep inhalation breaths, longer inhalation than exhalation, you energize your brain. And if you do longer exhalation than inhalation, you relax your brain.
1: Okay, so so hold on. So you take a nice, slow, deep breath for energy in the brain? Yes,
2: for longer inhalation, energy, longer exhalation.
1: So do you do them differently? Yes,
2: differently, differently. So... So I hate this that I can doing sort of
1: because I can see my stomach expand. That's
2: good. Time.
3: That's good. So in my yoga teacher training, that's one of the things that people forget about is meditation is not always doesn't start with emptying the mind. We have a mind for a reason. Sometimes you just actually meditation can can be seen as Seeing what's in that mind And actually becoming aware of what it is That you don't want to let go of In the thinking So say for example you go outside And I love this because I don't think we touched on the fact That sunshine, especially good sunshine Is detoxifying as well Through Mm. the skin But you go outside in the sun You get that warm hug from nature Barefoot
2: Barefoot Barefoot, on the ground,
3: on the grass
1: Guys it's winter, it's (laughs) cold
2: (laughs) I love it in winter actually
3: But anyway If you take thirty seconds and you saying I can't shut my mind up, well then reflect upon what it is that you're thinking about. That That is that is meditation. That's part of the meditation, because you can't put something aside if you don't actually know what you're dealing with. So it's a good thing to sit there and say, okay, I'm stressing about the car, or I'm stressing about the kids, or that project that's coming up. That's the thing that keeps coming up, and keep a journal with you. And just write those thoughts down and see if that emptying by acknowledging those thoughts can help you over a period of time. Because it is a conscious
1: decision. Elise is right. So one of the other things that I want to touch on about detoxing the mind, and I actually think it goes through to detoxing the body, is sleep. Mm. Optimal sleep, and people think optimal sleep is I sleep for seven to eight hours, but then I wake up in the morning and I'm still exhausted. Mm. Um, What Elise and I are seeing in the practice is patients with normal body composition who's fit and healthy, and I send them for a basic sleep study that 80% of our patients, Elise, Mm -hmm. is coming back, With some form of obstructive sleep breathing. Mm. And you know what? We've just spoke about the importance of oxygenating the brain for it to one function to detox. And um, what happens when you sleeping and people don't know this breathing is actually a passive. Movement, your brain's not involved there. It's an autonomic reaction which involves your spine. It's your spinal cord actually. Mm. But for you to gasp, you need to activate the brain. The brain needs to tell the chest and the diaphragm, not the diaphragm, the chest and the abdomen and your shoulders to move to suck in air. Now, when oxygen drops at nighttime while you're sleeping, for you to gasp, the brain needs to wake up. And that bre- breaks the sleep pattern. Mm. Um, where you now stop forming memories. And the biggest one is you stop the washout, the mm. cleaning of toxins in the brain, specifically amyloid. Which leads to Parkinson's dementia, Alzheimer's.
2: So interesting thought that popped in while you were talking about that. What about the vagus nerves function mm. in all of this? Mm. Well, and,
1: tell us you know, about it because you you dealt with us a couple well, of weeks ago. Yes,
2: so it, indigestion, heartburn, mm. all of that, which is not necessarily related to uh, have, needing a proton pump inhibitor, mm. like a you know. Or whatever, whatever mm. proton pump inhibitors they are, so these are the nexiums Nix- yeah, and the, uh, and, the and whatever. And those so of instead things. of instead of having to do that, examine where it's coming from because very often indigestion is related to it. It will all radiate down the back and shoulders mm-hmm. into your vagus nerve. And simple things like um well, there's lots of things you can do: visceral manipulation, all of those that can help. But simple, simple things to stimulate the vagus nerve. Humming, mm. Mm. Mm, just that sound. It stimulates the vagus nerve. When you're having a shower in the morning, cold shower, right? here on the vagus nerve. Mm. So, so that's the, the back of the neck. Yes, it's cold in winter uh, here, like the thoracic and cervical area. So you know, you uh, you know it's cold, and you start off with your warm shower, but in you just do with a that very blast, blasting of cold, 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 as cold as you can go. Really grateful to stimulate the vagus, and spraying
3: magnesium, topical magnesium in that area as well. Apparently, has
2: been amazing yeah.
3: to, especially for vagal tone, ah. especially when it's super activated and we're trying to calm it as yeah. well.
1: So let's just quickly touch on the vagal nerve. The vagal nerve is a very, very big, Long important nerve. nerve. It runs right from the brain stem right down
2: to um, sacrum all the
1: way down along the sacrum uh, to,
0: to the sacral. N-
1: Tunnel. Yeah, but it runs, it doesn't run in the back. It actually runs in the, um, uh, midline the mid- and it gives off of the branches the to nerve. the sign. Mm. Um, and the vagal nerve is actually responsible for relaxing. So much. Motility, um, so motility, gut Patients mm. who have uh, anxiety or panic attacks, mm. um, you can often calm that down by just taking, pinching your nose, pursing your lips, and blowing against resistance because that relaxes the vagal nerve. We call it um, the Valsalva maneuver. Do you guys remember that one? Yes, yeah. So um, if you feel anxious, literally just pinch your nose like that. It's like when you want to uh, pop your ears Mm. um, and you immediately relax that nerve. Okay,
0: but let's – I I want to know about – the new trend of taking ice baths.
3: <laughs> Cold plunging. Well yeah. it's, exactly, it's not new. Exactly. I think it's just picking up momentum yes. now because more celebrities and influencers are doing but but Bern- the method. A oh definitely. For the body I mean it, or it or needs the to the be done for the same reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And it increases our ability to withstand um, stress and shock, shock, and it makes because us more resilient over
1: time. What What happens when you climb into that water is your adrenals th- shoot like fire. Um, so you have a, a release of adrenaline, and you know but Then the body's circulatory system, everything pulls back to your core. So to blood, your vital v- organs. Yeah, mm. blood rushes out of your limbs back to the core, the heart, the brain. But
0: how good is that then for people that has adrenal fatigue?
1: I actually think brilliant because you're going to stimulate those adrenal glands Mm to start functioning again. Just remember what happens when you get out of that cold water.
2: Mm. I've never seen a study. It might be, no, but yeah. oh, that so is an yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. no. There are a few. There's a handful. In fact, Wim Hof himself is now starting to work with scientists because yeah. part of the method is it's not you're not just jumping into a cold bath. You have to employ the breathing techniques yes. before, as well before inside, and yes. while you're, while yes. you're there Should as well. So tell us about that state. So it, there are different types of breathing techniques depending on where you're starting Controlling the breath Bringing the mind back Into yeah, the entire process when you get
1: into cold water You
3: <gasps> Exactly So you've got to You've got to employ The breathing techniques Before you even get into so The cold to plunge So you slow
1: down Yes The breathing Because um, Did you ever watch Titanic? Yes Okay Do you remember yes, When Jack, Jack and Sydney <laughs> <Finniel laughs> fell in the water You said to her um, It's going to burn it's going to be incredibly painful, and you, it's going to knock your breath out. So if you jump in a cold pool, what happens? Yeah.
3: You kind of just want to get out immediately. No,
1: it, you're, it, it, it literally um, knocks your breath away.
3: There's actually, um, I must find it somewhere, Elise, but there's a girl that unfortunately had gone through severe sexual violation, and she used these, this cold plunging as a means for her therapy. Because of that neurological response, this pain, this fighting, this working against something. When she had gone for her typical therapy, she just found that she couldn't break free from those night sweats and the dreams and everything. And cold plunging was the only way that she found that her body, could she could integrate that therapy with that physical response so as well.
1: Another way of detoxing the body. Yeah, cold plunging. Because Brilliant. Breathing. I didn't know and this. Thank you, guys. Also, part
2: of the breathing that you prepare Yes, that you do to, in preparation for the cold plunging warms up yes. the internal organs. organs, so that you you your body is more able to mm. handle that cold plunging. I don't have the the guts to do it myself, so I venture as far as a cold shower. Right, but it's it's great. There's a the Special Olympics does a cold plunge
3: every year on the 25th of August, somewhere around there, sort of as a reminder. For us to be aware of our bodies and to appreciate our bodies. So I think we should all do the cold plunge this year. And then we
1: you can... can come to my pool.
3: Um,
1: it's or mine. It's... Oh, Elise also has a pool. I think Devious pool's warm.
3: But speaking of a meditation, that's actually a good point. If you're struggling to meditate, focus on your breath. Just focus on the inhalation and the exhalation, irrespective of how long you're holding it. And then choose one thought that you want to Detoxify I, from you know with what that know
1: What I tell my patients is: go and take your morning coffee, mm. which you shouldn't be actually having. <laughs> we should,
3: well, well, you, you shouldn't have it. Away. You
1: should
2: <laughs> have it within thirty minutes of waking up because that is like caffeine dependence. Yeah. Okay, have your coffee so, later.
1: Take your glass of um, green juice. <laughs> Uh, or matcha, tea. <laughs> uh, matcha tea, okay. Matcha tea. <laughs> or Go yeah. sit outside and for ten minutes, actively listen to the sounds around yes. you without hearing. Voices in your head hmm. If you hear voices in your head And you can't see the people um, You're either hallucinating <laughs> Or you know it, You failed in the exercise But, you know, not, but to try that It's bloody difficult But once you get that right It's a form of meditation, meditation Where you actually calm the mind
2: You know Mark that's so beautiful And we all know we should do it But life happens I, I, I and we battle. just don't But there are easier ways to detox When I talk about detoxing from a physical toxin perspective we have uh, pollutants right so we can do mindful things like watch the cosmetics you're putting on your skin yeah. you know make sure they they have at least amount of toxins as possible totally natural be even better uh, your laundry detergents you know the mm. the, the the fabric softeners mm. do we really need them um i don't want to get into Sprays and spray things abuse. in our All homes. All of these yeah. are adding to the toxins. Uh, when you send your clothes to the laundromat, please, like, hang them out in the sun for a whole day before you use them. When you get new clothes, don't wear them straight away. Wash them first. So, little things like the farm mm. graze uh, animals, you know, meats and stuff, there are simple things we can do. Become more conscious in what you're putting on your skin, what you're putting on your body, what you keep in your home. (laughs) We can't help what we breathe.
3: Keep plants Um, in your home because plants, by their very nature, help (laughs)
1: detoxify the air. Okay, so we have five minutes. I
0: need my answer. What What is your question? question? How do you prepare the body before you detox? Okay, so so this
1: is what I wanted to ask Divya. (laughs) Um, Does answer Lisa's question. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, exactly this what we just mentioned That's a long process No, it's you hard. start immediately The long and short of it is hard to do on your own mm. You yes. need okay. someone to guide this that I actually weird. think
1: it's dangerous to do on yes. your own
2: So you will need to go to a good functional medicine practitioner yes. And they will start you on this process of simultaneously or maybe even starting with the mind detoxification, the, both the physical and metaphysical aspects, if there's a need, and then progress down to, to, the, to the more physical aspects. Mark, I want to also bring in one of Mark's comments where he said, if a person is in chronic stress, it's, it's going to throw all the organ systems out and or, uh, contribute to the, to the toxins uh, yes. in your body. So often what a functional medicine practitioner will do is sort out stress first because mm. when you maintain or bring that stress levels to use stress levels we can you find that a lot of organ systems will just correct itself. Mm. For instance if you have a thyroid hormone deficiency mm. we never ever Treat and and the person is in burnout, we never ever give them thyroid hormones mm. first, or do very rarely we'll rather sort out the stress because when the stress reaches you stress, you'll get a thyroid storm, mm. which means you know your thyroid will be it's going to be
1: overactive
2: too too overactive and too much thyroid hormone is also not a great thing. Mm. so sort out stress, start there, and that talks to mental detoxification, yeah. And
3: remember that eating, how I would start is also removing foods that cause
1: stress for most people. Okay. So let's actually, I'm, I, I need to wrap this up, but Stacey, let's, let's continue with that thought. Um, we'll do, um, I think, um, let's continue Mm. this, um, discussion next week where we, we, we focus a little bit more on, um, Creating that metabolic balance. So, um, Stace, you said eliminate, eliminate. We said right hmm. at the beginning, it's not what we eat. It's what we do not eliminate. Yeah.
3: And so what is it the that we eliminate? That sugar, sugar, number definitely one. Gluten, alcohol, 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 dairy, car- caffeine, <clears throat> caffeine. Um, those, I mean, have- how do I do this? So, I mean, that's where I I agree with Divya in consultation. If you are having your coffee within the first 60 minutes of waking up already, we know that's something that you're going to have to adjust. So I would take someone from not removing it completely. I'd get them onto green tea, for example.
1: Green tea first thing in the morning.
3: As opposed to their coffee first thing in the morning. And then you
1: have… Okay, can we have something other or, than green Or tea? I
3: would I would see, are they having instant coffee? Can we brew? Can we brew a weaker coffee, for example? Those are some of the decisions that yes. people can make. Or can they delay it a little bit longer? So if they have it in the first 30 minutes, can we try and make sure that it's in the 45-minute window, you know, the for thing is to Make
2: sure it's organically or grown Or it's organically coffee. grown coffee. There again, there's pesticides. Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, so I want to ask this question. So we know coffee, one. Processed sugar, yes. I uh, actually, um, and I yesterday read, uh, the most distressing article about colorectal cancer and its increase in prevalence in patients under the age of 50. Mm. Um, and directly related to sugar, alcohol, smoking, weight, uh, processed, and IBS, yeah, yeah. So, um, those those five compounds. So, eliminate sugar in all forms, and this is artificial sweetness, sugary drinks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, fruits, healthy. That's where you get your sugar from. Mm. Certain fruits. In, Can in, big,
2: limit, in, in in
1: moderation. On
2: moderation, because fructose is is a high high sugar. Yeah. So. Yes, of course you need your daily intake of fruits and vegetables. But I'd
3: rather what? have someone take out their chocolate and yes. their sweets sure, sure. and incorporate the fruit and then we slowly Berries. work on their… Or Berries. have fresh fruit rather than dried fruit. Dried fruit, fruit yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Unless you have a dehydrator at home. <laughs>
1: okay, guys, um, for us this was, this was a phenomenal discussion, but time flew way too quickly. Mm. We'll be back next week um, and we'll be continuing our discussion on detoxification and we'll focus a little bit more on the strategies that you can imp- um God, I lost my train of thought. Strategies you
3: can implement. Okay, no. that's the word that I was <laughs> looking for. The,
1: the strategies that you can implement at home to start preparing yourself for what is to come when you start eliminating Mm -hmm. um devia thank you very much for your time stays um always good cecilies you and i are back to the office where we're going to try and not de-stress um (laughs) not not toxify our own minds and detoxify other people (laughs) um some peewee um the blonde suits you we'll be back next week everybody have a great week
0: (laughs) bye thank Thank you. you That was the T-Health Show, empowering you with knowledge. Download all previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform. The T-Health Show is brought to you by T-Clinic.